Hello everyone and welcome to Brick by Brick. This is a podcast that focuses on the intersection between faith, leadership, and psychology. I'm Dr. Terrence Booker and I'm going to be your host. Super excited to share with you today. So everyone, get comfortable, relax, grab you a notebook. Let's get ready to learn and grow. Is your internal monologue friendly, calm, and encouraging, or critical and bullying? The critical inner voice is a well-integrated pattern of destructive thoughts toward ourselves and others. Careful, you might mess this up. Maybe you shouldn't even try. This is the kind of criticism and self-doubt that the voices in our heads often express. The voices are relentless, always having something to say which can be painful and exhausting. I read a quote from Dana Nori, which says, while others may fool us with stories, lies, and misinformation, the biggest deceptions happen within our very own heads. We all have an inner critic that gets activated when there's a sign of trouble or danger on the horizon. It shows up when we're vulnerable, fearful, or sad. It's the scolding, critical, manipulative, and intimidating inner voice that is trying to help us stay safe. It can also sound like background noise. The noise is there, but we've often gotten used to that and don't even hear it. When we don't notice this inner dialogue, we may end up believing these thoughts, which creates an even deeper suffering. So it's important to recognize when the inner critic is present. A few examples of how that inner critic can show up. One is as the controller. This voice is that constant demanding action. It can say things like, you're lazy, you're a slob, get up and do something, or hurry up and finish this project or you'll get fired. Next, they have the judge. This is the voice that sits on its high bench, evaluating and finding fault in your performance before you even begin the task. For example, let's say you're going to a new part of town and you don't have a good sense of direction. The judge will immediately perk up telling you, you're so hopeless with directions, you can't even find the way out of a paper bag. Then last but not least, the voice of doom and gloom. This is the fearful voice that's always sending messages filled with shame and doubt. So let's say you bought a beautiful dress that you've been longing to wear. And as you look in the mirror, this is the part of your brain that starts sending warnings of upcoming failure. Are you sure you really want to wear that? You're going to be the laughing stock of the party. I want to pause here and say that Negative self-talk is not evidence of something, quote, wrong with us that we need to fix. It's a feature of us being human. Our propensity to cause ourselves anguish is an evolved function of what Professor Paul Gilbert terms our tricky brain. Our complex cognitive system is able to imagine, anticipate, and conceive of an objective self, but it's also equally inclined to dwell on negative thoughts such as, if I'd only and I should have done. As I was examining where does these thoughts even come from, two schools of thought came to mind. The first is from neuroscience. Our amygdala, the oldest part of the limbic brain, is meant to see threats and danger in order to trigger the fight or flight response for survival. It was very helpful back in the time of caveman days when we needed our bodies to be flooded with a stress hormone to survive encounters with lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. The fight 
or flight response still gets activated in the present day when we perceive we are at risk for making a mistake, looking stupid, and even being ostracized from our tribe, aka workers or friends, family, etc. The second factor is our upbringing or conditioning. We've been conditioned through family, school, society for certain responses depending on how we were raised. What were you praised for when growing up? Or what level of success or achievement did you have to attain to receive love and attention? Or what were the caregivers or teachers' responses when you failed or made mistakes? Your experience in those formative years would dictate the level of criticism or punishment you inflict on yourself. If you want to investigate its origins, therapy can help you do that. So as I was thinking about bricks, what can we do? How can we help resolve or navigate the critical inner voice? One thing that stood out to me is this art of self-compassion. Self-compassion is a way of relating to and treating yourself with kindness and no judgment. According to Kristen Neff, who is a pioneering researcher in self-compassion, it is especially important in times of perceived failure, inadequacy, or suffering to practice self-compassion. Two simple steps that you can apply here. The very first step is toward changing the way you treat yourself and noticing when you're being self-critical. Having that awareness, not letting that background noise go on and just recognizing is the first step to, to self-compassion. Part two of that is replacing your common critical phrases with positive reframes. A few examples here. Say your critical voice is saying, I'm not good enough. A positive reframe could be, I'm stretching myself and I'm learning new stuff all the time. Another one, I'm afraid. Fears mean I'm pushing my boundaries, which is a good thing. They'll see I don't know. If I don't know, others probably don't know. Better to learn now than to have a bigger issue later. So the idea of these reframe, reframes is positive self-talk to help you change the voice of that inner critic from one of the judges or the controller or the voice of doom and gloom to be one that has self-compassion and concern for you. Last thing I'll leave you with is the key to changing this critical inner voice is embracing the practice. Learning to be compassionate takes daily discipline, just like physical fitness. If you want to feel the benefits, you have to put in the work. The hardest part is granting yourself the permission to do it and accepting that you deserve to be at peace with yourself. This has been Brick by Brick, a podcast at the intersection of faith, leadership, and psychology. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us in your voice messages. Want to know what's really resonating with you as you're processing through the content. If you like, please do like and subscribe. Also, think of a few people that you would like to share with so they can gain this value as well. I look forward to continuing to learn and grow together. Till next time, see you again soon.